Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. <clears throat> AT and T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, 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 everybody. We are back with another episode of 902-1-O-M-G. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Happy Mama, spring. You're glowing. Literally. <laughs> me you too, you too jen oh. yeah I, I, haven't glo- I haven't glowed for 30 years it's fine stop it 
Happy spring, all y'all. The spring has sprung, I've heard. Spring has sprung. Uh, You guys, I want to say very quickly that I got a lot of DMs because of our last week's episode where we were saying, like, is it slip into my DM uh, or drop into my DM? (laughs) And everyone was very quick to tell me, um, actually, you don't have them right at all. It's slide into (laughs) your DM. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? We need to really check that stuff out. Before we say yeah, it. it is slide. It is slide into my DMs. Slide, slippery slide. Yep. Oh okay. My gosh. Noted. Wow. Thank you guys for letting me know. So, so nobody slipped in. Uh, they only <laughs> slided in. Slide in. That sounds grosser. Sorry. Glide. Ew. Like glide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a brand new episode this week, everybody. Episode 19. April is the cruelest month. It aired. April 11th, 1991. And the synopsis is, as Brandon interviews Roger, the school's tennis star, a.k.a. Matthew Perry, he discovers that Roger's golden boy appearance hides deeper demons. When the gang gets their SAT scores back, Donna becomes deflated by her low SAT score, which reveals her learning disability. Oh, no. Yeah. This episode was directed by Daniel Adius and written by Darren Starr and Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein, who we always affectionately referred to as the Wasser Kleins. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, they were, we they were, they we were husband them. and wife uh, writing duo. And yeah, they were the Wasser Kleins. That's so. cute. They were the best. This episode had an interesting little... Um, hook in it that I didn't see coming with Mm -hmm. the whole script and like telling the story of the script and but I thought it was the show I got real confused at first because you were like seeing what Brandon was reading it was like a a nighttime soap meets like a tv movie yeah like a lifetime movie yes (laughs) I'm not gonna lie you know I like this stuff I was into it I know (laughs) I love the way they did that uh, very good Mud job, Wasser Kleins. Yeah, it was suspenseful. <laughs> it was, but yes, hello. Um, Matthew Perry was our big guest star this episode. And this was before Friends, right? Yes. Like right before Friends, right? Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, he has no friends in this episode. <laughs> he may have <laughs> no friends, but did you know I counted? They said the word friends. In his storyline, whenever, like, he was in a scene, uh, one, two, seven times. So, <gasps> was friend, when did Friends come out? This is, like, was it in the works? Were they t- I trying don't know. to tell everybody? Teases? What year did Friends premiere? We'll f- get some fact checks on that right now. I think it was, um, 98, I'm Alexa, Siri? 90, 90. 19, September 22nd, 1994. Oof, I was off. <laughs> I guess I think it ended in 98 around then. Wait, no. so this is like right before. So he was probably like, wow, it'd be so cool to be on a hit series. Here I am guest starring on 90210. And like, this is awesome. And then a few years later, remember we saw him at the Emmys? Do you remember this? No. Nope. So we, we were at the Emmys and you and I were um, presenting and we saw him backstage. I feel like they were either presenting before us or afterwards or collecting all the awards probably. And he was super cool. And we were just like, whoa, that's awesome. Like, imagine that. Like, he was just on our show and he was like, 
And I remember like it had taken off so much that I, of course, me, I was like, hi, do you remember? And he was like, of course. And he was really cool. And then George Clooney was there too. I think he was eyeing you up and down, Garth. <laughs> Garth. Well, maybe he liked the younger ladies because that, <laughs> that was a while ago. We were smoking then. I said smoking. You guys are still smoking. <laughs> Wait, smoking? you can't say smoking? Smoking is not know. like a, a word. The, the I don't think that's use. a word anymore. That was like you're, 90s. You're right? smoking hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. We're going to bring it back. Um, but you know what? I was really surprised. Like Matthew Perry now, like he's known for comedy and he was really great. He's a good dramatic actor. Yeah, he was. He was really good in this episode. Big overachiever. He was like, you know, that guy. Roger Azarian. What a good name. (laughs) So fitting. I don't know if I was like picturing him in his friend's character already. And so in my head, I was like, how are they making him pass for a high school kid? But like, I just couldn't see it in my head. He's real, real good at the tennis though. Did you notice? Well, he was good at the tennis before he started acting. Right. So do you Who think knew? that was part of it? Like, like on his mm. resume, like, I feel like that's not done nowadays. Like there's no like paper resumes, but you would bring in your resume at an audition. And your picture <laughs> was stapled to the front. Oh my God. <laughs> and it would have, and at the bottom, there was a space that would say special skills. And you could, <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it's a nationally ranked tennis player. What was on your player. special skills? I want to know what was on your special skills. I'm sure mine said like. Shopping. I don't know. Yeah. Mine said horseback riding. I don't know stuff rollerblading. like that. Roller, dancing. Oh, yeah, rollerblading, dancing, rollerblading, <laughs> dancing. I feel like you had like baton twirler in there. <laughs> I wish I always wanted to twirl a baton, but oh, no, should, I don't I think to I our was... bucket list. What did <laughs> you say? We can't tour? see well enough anymore to do that. I don't <laughs> like remember. I don't think I had anything on there, which is really bad. Or I think you know what I put. I I had like um, skate uh, skateboarding and roller skating. You uh, and wait, skating. you skateboard? I mean, I did one. <laughs> on yeah, a if you do it lot, once, it counts. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. On a studio lot and through New York Street. So that kind of counts like I've kind of like skateboarded all over the world. Yeah. Nationally ranked, just like Nationally that. Nationally ranked. <laughs> oh, I but I wonder it. if they were like, oh, they wanted a tennis player. And because he was really great, I wonder if that's what, I mean, obviously he's a great actor, but they were like, oh, that guy. We'll have to ask him. What came first, the chicken After or the egg? Break. No, I'm just kidding. He's not here. <laughs> but Brandon was really, um, he was like one of the hardy boys. He was like on the job investigating <laughs> with that pencil over his ear. You knew. He just screamed like, I'm a journalist. I'm a reporter. You know? You got to yeah. wear the pencil over your ear, apparently. He was. And his little recorder. Oh. <laughs> you know, he was so cute. To the notes, yeah. He was really cute. He would have been such a good Hardy boy <laughs> if they remade the Hardy boys 30 years uh-huh. ago. Yeah. 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 And also in this episode, so there was, uh, I guess that would be the A storyline with Brandon being the reporter and, and um, investigating Roger Azarian and that whole thing. But then there was also the SAT results coming out and how that sort of affected the gang. Mm -hmm. And um, it starts off on a really high note with Brenda uh, and Brandon getting the same SAT scores. 1190. Yeah. 1190. Do you guys know what, 
so if as it eleven ninety a good score? Apparently they were excited yes. about it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it now fifteen hundred is considered oh the highest God. you can get? I think it's sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. I'm pretty so sure. So was it awesome. lower back then? The was it twelve hundred? I thought it was. I thought it was anything over a thousand, and you were like kind of like <laughs> like. You but guys I think you have you're no right. idea. I think you could change. If you did get anything over a thousand, it was considered great. Great. I I asked Suri. Is it? Do you say Suri or Siri? I asked Siri <laughs> this morning. Well, when I say I used to say Suri, but I was thinking of Suri Cruz. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. So I didn't ask her. I asked Siri this morning what what's the range for SAT uh-huh. scores, and she said four hundred to sixteen hundred. So that's where I'm getting my info. Well, you can't get any lower than four hundred. And then the highest you can get is 1600. So that makes sense. But yeah. they're saying the average score is a thousand. I was like, Donna. <laughs> Do you remember? Sorry, I missed I missed it and didn't go back. What did, did they say? I said exactly my what her score, score was? was like Donna Martin's score. No, so am I. And the, when I watched this episode, so am I. <laughs> Me too. When I watched this episode, it just clicked in. I was like, did my dad like tell them to write this episode because of how poorly I did on these? I mean, I didn't have a learning disability, but yeah. I did so bad, you guys. And I was like, oh my God, this is like real life. Maybe. Why did Donna get the storyline? Maybe. And they would never tell me because that's embarrassing. Because um, Donna only you... got 630. Okay, I did a little better. Do you want to know what I got? In real life? Yeah. IRL. I got a 740. I think I was right there with you, Tori. I was like, I remember it being seven or 800 maybe, but not great. I still got into university though. Don't know how. I got into the university on television, California University. Yeah, and you got your diploma. <laughs> I kicked butt. Are you not going to tell us your score? Me? I didn't take the SATs. Lucky. Oh, I thought you said you did. Sorry, sorry. You're right. You didn't. No. But Kelly did really well. Kelly yeah. did like 1090 or so, no, 11, no, 1090. So she broke a thousand. So mm-hmm, she was stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And great. the matching scores for Brenda and Brandon were super Hilarious. cute. Mm-hmm. Super cute. Yeah. If, yeah, if I were them, I would have taken it a second time just to see who could. <laughs> but as a twin and parent, you're, that's like best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Want any fighting. No, yeah. No fighting, no comparing. You guys are the same. <laughs> I love that. And I loved how also uh, Carol was doing like her taxes. And, um, <laughs> you know, April is always tax month, uh, which I never really liked because my birthday is in April. <laughs> and it always kind of like made everybody stressed out, especially my parents growing up, because I can remember just like as tax day would approach, they would just get more and more irritable. And like, just, you know, there was paperwork everywhere, just like Carol and I thought it was so funny that she had it all spread out and then Kelly walks in and was like taxes <laughs> like she knew she had no <laughs> idea what those papers meant she doesn't even know what a tax <laughs> is <laughs> but like so my husband was watching this with me last night and he's like the husband's an accountant why isn't he doing the taxes like he was so confused by that that's story. what I thought too <laughs> but I then they kind too. of explained it they said later he's like a commercial accountant uh-huh. he handles like big giant things so she but had to deal with do I know I, like, if I were him I'd be like I'm doing this take the burden off your wife just yeah. send all the receipts See, I don't think he cared about her burden I, I don't think that ever crossed his mind <laughs> yeah but he's paying the taxes they owe at the end you know so I don't know Maybe she was just real, real good at math. So there you go. I'll go with that. 
Okay, going on. Wait, you're not gonna you're you're gonna think this is funny, but I have on my notes written down here smoking, which just reminded me that you said smoking. Uh, anyway, Donna is smoking a cigarette in this episode. What the f? I know this. So this was my you know big episode. Yeah. So far, this is like the first episode where we get to see a storyline with just Donna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. I was very very excited, you guys, and super stressed out. Uh, totally kind of related to her character. I was never great in school. Always like grasping. Um, I didn't have a learning disability, but it was just always. It was hard. School was not mm-hmm. easy for me, and I went to a really academic school, and I was like. <gasps> I just want to do theater um, or pass notes. That was it. But um, oh, yeah. And notes. then it's interesting. It's so funny. Like when they do this in the show, like to signify a big storyline and like to nail it on the head, like she's feeling bad about school. Like she doesn't know what's going on. So she's going to drift off to the wrong crowd. <laughs> it's just so like, you know, I was so abrupt. Typical. Like, oh, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So quickly. You got like, your the next day, I'm just one like, day and the next day. Yeah. You're out in the quad smoking cigarettes with the bad kids. Smoking cigarettes. And I wasn't a smoker, you guys. So it was <laughs> like, I, I, uh, it's so funny. I remember at the time, you know, we were teenagers and like when Shannon or Jason would smoke, I would like once in a while, like try to smoke with them to be cool, like out in the parking lot and the cast chairs. And I just was like, try not to cough, try not to cough. Like, see how Shannon holds the cigarette like um <laughs> and then I had to do it in this episode and I was like oh I know I'm gonna look like a goober but uh no you looked you looked like one of the cool kids yeah you did a good I job. know it, thanks <laughs> was this your first crying scene yeah. when she's in the was it the principal's office or counselor's office yeah Mrs. T you Mrs. were in the T. office with Mrs. T and I can still remember like I could picture that scene with Denise Dallas who played Mrs. Teasley, Mrs. T, who everyone's written back that like you guys always called her Mrs. T. So right, sorry. Mrs. T. When I said that previously on an episode, um, I can still remember because she was so patient and so kind, and I was so scared. Like that was, it was really scary for me because I was like, okay, just do a good job. Do a good job. You're t- you're t- that scene where you're sitting in her office. I had to watch it twice because um, the first time I watched it, I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Because I was just so captured by your beautiful eyes, your beautiful eyebrows. And then the best part, your tiny little forehead. It was the cutest forehead. I don't know. I just was mesmerized by your forehead. It doesn't look the same to me. It's like (laughs) back then it was smaller. I don't know. I guess our foreheads grow as we mature, but like it was just so cute and tiny. I had more eyebrows. Gosh. (laughs) so mad I ever like went for the thin eyebrow when I got more popular because I know those were good those were oh, like we all we did great I mean we both did it we had such great eyebrows to start with the eyebrows people kill for now and mm-hmm. you know what happens if you squeeze them too much they just don't grow back the same way mm-hmm. well they do I'll tell you that if you use a little special something on them true eventually um just recently my 12 year old um she was like, I, I don't know. I was trying to help her with her makeup. She was trying to get something done. And she's like, oh, I can't find my eyebrow pencil. And I was like, oh, I can help do it. And she was like, don't look. And I was like, what? She's like, oh, I was hoping you wouldn't see. And I said, what? And she pulled her hair back. And uh, this much of her eyebrow was gone. Like uh, a good inch was gone. Where and I was like, go? oh, 
And I was like, okay, don't overreact, don't overreact. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. not an overreaction at all. <laughs> Wait, How? This is where you, I was like, what happened? She said she was doing some YouTube challenge or something. I don't know. No. Yes. I'm trying to make the other siblings laugh. And these YouTube challenges can get really dangerous. Like, I don't, a lot of them are really scary. Thank goodness most of them, they tell me first. I'm like, no, 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 I don't think that's a good idea or let's do it together. But she did something and she's like, I didn't think it would actually shave my eyebrow off and I did it and it shaved it off. And I was like, oh, okay, no. please don't do that again because you, you don't want it to not grow back. That can happen. I'm sure it will. Well, she's so well, young. Goldberg, she tells it all the time. We That was the 90s though. We all had to have the thin eyebrows in the 90s. Well, should we go to break you guys and come back with more chit chat? Yeah, we actually have, going back to the screenplay that uh, Roger was writing, when they, when Brandon kind of has that like visualization while he's reading and we see it all played out with him and a woman at the pool, well, a girl, she is Sharon Case and she's actually here with us now. So we should take a break and come back with her. And I'm super excited because she's on Young and the Restless. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 
9210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Okay, so we're back and we're very excited because we have Sharon Case on the show today for you guys. Sharon was on the show twice as two different characters and she's been on Young and the Restless for 26 years. So we're really excited to talk to you. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Oh my God, you're Hi. on set. You're on set. I can see it in the background. That, that is definitely the set. I have, um, it's our set, the young, one of the Young and the Restless sets, is Victor Newman's office. Victor. Yeah, I, see, I, I, so I see Victor Newman in the background. Right. I'm bringing Young and the Restless here. Um, well, I'm here at work, you know, and um, I thought, well, I'm just going to put Young and the Restless backdrop up. we're so excited to be talking with you today and um tori is a big fan of (laughs) young and the restless like forever sorry oh my i'm totally interrupting my part i'm really excited huge fan of sharon and nick always like since i was because i'm a huge fan of you girls and and i was a huge fan and i know i mean i was so it was amazing for me to be on it because i you know, I watched all the other seasons afterwards. So I'm a fan of you girls as well. So that's, that's very flattering. 
let's get to the bottom of this though. You were on not just this episode, but you were on two episodes as two different characters, which is just too confusing for me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, one character didn't really have a name and then the other one did, Darla Diller. So I didn't know if they really meant them to be the same person, just, you know, the one time they didn't mention her name. Mm, maybe. Wait, will you talk us through that? So you got the job for the first episode, the episode we're talking about now. Yeah. And then did they just offer you the next one? You know, it was so long ago, I don't remember. I think so. Yes, I do. I remember what happened. So I was so excited to book 90210. And I remember my agents told me, you know, I'm sorry, you're not going to be working with any of the core cast. I'm like, oh, no. Um, that's, I really had my heart set on that. He goes, but, you know, the guy you're working with, um, they say he's really, you know, he's really good, really up and coming. You know, he's really going to, you know, go far. His name's Matthew Perry. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, that's great just to be on the show, but I'm a little disappointed I didn't get to work with the core cast. So I think they brought me back because I got to work the second time with Ian Searing. So I was really happy that I got to play with at least one of you. And and bonus, you got to work with Matthew Perry. And <laughs> yeah. Matthew Perry. And you know, it's so funny. I, I always thought that we kissed in that episode. And I think I've said that to people and then when I rewatched it recently to come on the podcast just to refresh my memory I didn't see kissing scene I didn't see kissing so did I imagine that in my mind <laughs> maybe oh that my God. God. <laughs> that happened when he took you into the pool house later yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> Sharon Case are you admitting that you had a crush on Matthew Perry <gasps> well you know she dreamed of kissing him. <laughs> you know what it probably did happen and it got cut I you probably what, remembered, right? I think it got cut. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what happened. <laughs> we'll okay. go with that. Yeah. And the other character's name was Darla Diller, yeah. which is a wonderful name. <laughs> that is <laughs> such really a good name. It's memorable. Darla. Darla Diller. Yeah, and that, that was fun, though. I mean, I didn't care. I was hoping they would do more. But you know what? I think I moved to New York City, and I was working on As the World Turns after that. Right away, right? Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went on to have huge success in the soap world and you're still there right now today working. I mean, you spend most of your life probably yeah. in, in those walls. I live here. This is my mm -hmm. home. When I get here in the morning and jump into my dressing room, I say, this morning I literally said, I'm home after the weekend <laughs> because I live here all week, but I love it. And I love, you know, my castmates and I've been here for 27 years. And before that I did two other soaps. So yeah, I, I have really moved on into the soap world, didn't I? Wait, can I ask you a couple soap questions? Jen and I are fans of the soap world. We think it's very fascinating. How many hours a day do you film? Um, or are you on set, on set? Okay, well, um, I got here this morning at 6.30 in the morning. We mm -hmm. started shooting at 8.30 in the morning. And I will probably be done today around four. Three, four, three, three, four. That's my day. But I have a lot of dialogue to memorize because I have to be here again at 6.30 tomorrow morning. So when I get so it's home, like, yeah, 10 hour days, plus you got to go home and do all your homework. And do all my homework. And like yeah. how many and pages get your of dialogue sleep. do you do? Um, I think I only have like between 15 and 20 a day this week. 
that that's not too many. Only, only. <laughs> that's a lot. Oh, this week. What's it the most you've lot, ever had? But it's doable. When I have more than 20 a day, I'm like, this isn't actually humanly possible. I, I don't know how I'll do it, but I, we always somehow manage. You do because you have such a great short-term memory probably from using it so much. But I think it's taxing our long-term memories. None of us can remember anything. <laughs> yes, I hear that all the time. I We talk about that a lot because I have memory issues too and, I, and no one ever believes me. And I always say it, it's because I use my short-term memory so much that it's sort of taken over and that's it, it takes away your long-term ability. You've noticed that too. That must be. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's all of us. I, have you found <laughs> this, this kind of still irks Jen and I, maybe me more than you, that when you were younger, you could have the little sides with your dialogue on, and now you have to have the big ones. Yeah, because I'm blind, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I have contact lenses, and yeah, or my glasses. Well, um, yeah, now I do have to have the big ones. But you know what? In soaps, it's funny they never gave us the little ones. We really? were always on big scripts. Like the there's a lot of things that was funny that was didn't apply to mm -hmm. prime time that is in daytime. Um, like craft services for one, we don't have it. And um, no, wait, no craft yeah. service. Yeah, that's why they're all in shape, Jen. See, that's <laughs> they don't it. feed you. Wow, that's the, is that the secret? I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's, you know, bring your own food, or where we shoot, we're very close to the Grove and all these restaurants, so it works out fine. But yeah, no craft services. No one's bringing you your scripts. Certainly not cute little sides. You're printing your own. And if you lose them, you got to print your own again. <laughs> There's a lot of work we just, we take care of ourselves. It's kind of more like when you're in theater, you know, when your actors are really more responsible for themselves and their own wardrobe and such. You're respond. wait, what? Wait, what? Well, we did wear our own wardrobe when we first came back from quarantine. We're now wearing uh -huh. no wardrobe, but you're just responsible for caring for it, making sure it's put together and, you know, it uh, set for them to come and pick it up again. Um, you know, there's just more that we do to look out for the whole production. Wow. I have a question. So Kissing scenes. Do you, I heard that you guys had to do, do you still have to do this after quarantine? You had to do it with someone that you were quarantined with. Is this true? Yeah. Well, cause yeah, we're still not allowed to touch or kiss. We have to stand six feet apart. But if you are acting with, have mm -hmm. written in a storyline with somebody who you in real life quarantine with, which is the case with me. Um, we can touch or kiss, yeah. So we have a couple of people on the show, like four people who can touch or kiss. It doesn't mean we're in a storyline together, but we could be. Until that all ends, which I'm hearing things, I'm hearing they're gonna shorten the distance perhaps, at least from six feet to three. Wow, that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. So you are quarantined with your, your work, are you in a relationship with one of the people on the show? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you laid it out there. Yeah, we, uh, we've never really talked about it so bluntly. Um, but uh, I guess what the reason why we finally mentioned it to the studio is just so that we wouldn't have to distance if in case the show wanted to write us some scenes together, at least there would be some people that you yeah. would see on screen not having to distance all the time because I know some of the audience, are, our viewers are kind of complaining that it's just not the same when people don't stand together, you never see them kissing. That's so weird because I just did a movie and you, Tori, you've worked since then and you, once you're on set, you don't have to distance from the other actors. Correct. Right? Kissing scenes, everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, wow, well, I've had heard some productions are 
are doing that. Did you guys, you, did you test every day or you, they just. We tested every other day and they made us all like kind of, well, they made me quarantine, but I don't think they made the local people quarantine. So yeah, I was always like, how is this? How, I don't know about this. <laughs> they just work it out a little differently for each set. They try different things. So mm-hmm. ours is, you know, the way it is until it changes. But I, I have heard that other productions aren't as, um, you know, as distancing as we're doing. We're being super careful over here. But we don't have any cases. That's good. Yeah, so that's good. But you guys also went back into production a lot sooner than Mm -hmm. other productions around the world, right? We did. We went into production mid-July last year. Yeah. Wow. That was fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that was fast. Yeah. We were were on lockdown. Oh, my gosh. And you were working. We were making pasta and baking bread, and you were working. (laughs) Yeah, you were. Lucky lady. That's why we started out with such strict uh, rules, because we were going to be the, like, icebreaker, you know, production. So so we're still in that zone. Sorry, we're totally not talking about 90210, because we're so fascinated. Not talking about COVID. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I mean, you've had so much success and just the congratulations on all your awards and over the years, like what a great career you've had. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I have. I've done pretty well. Uh, it's fun to, you know, participate in the daytime Emmys and um, yeah. the soap opera awards and all these fun things. Soaps mm-hmm. are really fun. The fans um, of soaps are really fun. I love how involved they are. I think because our show's on every day, uh, well, daytime soaps are that it just feels like you, you, maybe the viewer feels we can, they know us but more. And so it <laughs> mm-hmm. tends to become very interactive or the fans like comment a lot. It's almost this interactive show now that Twitter's there and, you know, and Instagram and that's just really fun. Yeah. It feels good to connect with them, right? Yeah. Because we're close set. So we don't ever have an audience, which, you know, you didn't on 90210 either. No dramas don't. But mm-hmm. not, no, none of the soap operas do. We really don't have anyone coming and doing. So you don't really get that immediate feedback from, you know, an audience. Mm-hmm. But you guys are were always on location. I know I shot a lot on location for 902 and L. Yeah, when you, when you did your, your Darla um, character, you worked with uh, um, Ian. And um, so you guys shot that on location? Yeah, we were, um, well, it wasn't a set studio. It didn't seem that you guys, did you guys have a set studio you shot all of your interiors at? Mm-hmm. I did, like, but we were out a lot too. Not to like second season, right? No, we didn't. No, what am I talking No, we had it. But yeah, because we, we haven't gotten to that episode yet where you play Darla, so we don't really know what happens or anything. <laughs> well, some have, of the fans we don't. Have, we haven't we don't seen this since 1991, it. so. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, some of the scenes that when I was with Ian were in the school hallway, but the other ones I did with Matthew were on location. They were not, it, it was shot outdoors. Right. So yeah. do you, uh, when you did the scenes with Ian, since you, you know, you said you were a fan of the show and you did, you were kind of disappointed that you didn't get to work with the other cast members for the first character you played. <laughs> um, what was that like for you uh, coming in and, and being, you know, in this in the show as a a more prominent character i just i felt like um i don't know a fish out of water i felt oh my god what am i doing um i didn't i don't know i maybe i just didn't feel you know the show was so big already and i felt like my gosh what am i doing here um but it was so it's kind of scary it was nerve-wracking and uh but it was a good experience for me and 
um, I mean, I was thrilled, you know, it's, it's funny how something you want so much and then you get there and you're like, oh my God, I'm terrified. Um, but, so was your second experience scarier than your first experience? Um, yes, I would say so. Because it was the second one that I worked with Ian, right? So then it was really felt like more like I was on 90210 now. Because the first time I wasn't working with any of the forecasts and I wasn't mm-hmm. sad, I was on location. But- I mean, you've worked with a gazillion leading men over the years, but do you have <laughs> any memories of Mr. Ian Searing on set? I, oh, yeah, I remember. I remember it. And um, oh, goodness. did he flirt with you? No. He didn't. He was he was silly. I remember how um, he he came into the hair and makeup trailer and just came banging in, like he, he just does his house just threw the door open, and started shouting things. But it was really funny, and I, I was taken aback. But he was really silly like that. So that was nice. He was very um, you know just natural and um, not not flirty or not uh, certainly isn't quiet. He's not the quiet. Mm-hmm. He's nope. fun. He's a fun He's guy. So funny. <laughs> well, that episode, which we have not watched yet on this rewatch show, um, is Spring Dance, which was still, I, I think, still is one of the most memorable episodes of all 10 seasons. Fans love that episode. So I'm glad you got to be in that episode as well with us. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of with us. It was really a great show. And it was great in the ending when everybody's on the dance floor together and passing their crown around. It was, it was a really lovely show. Oh, good memories. I'm glad. I'm so happy about that. I can't go over the fact that you haven't aged. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> well, neither have you girls. Oh my gosh. Uh, we, we have our zoom filters on trust. Oh, are you- <laughs> wait, um, wait, Sharon, Sharon, I was wondering um, later if I could uh, slide into your DM and um, yeah. chat with you. <laughs> We're having a big thing these last two weeks about people saying, is it slipping to your DM? Uh, drop into your DM. We're trying to be cool and young and be like, oh yeah, that's the new thing. People don't text anymore. But we uh, fans have said that we had it wrong and it slide into your DM. So mm. I've seen I will, I'll slide into your DM later. Slide into my uh, DMs. Let's chat. I hope you don't get hurt because yeah, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I can't imagine you sliding. I break something. Okay, sorry, sis. It's fine, it's fine. Okay, so we play this game at the end of all of our interviews where it's kind of like rapid fire questions and just say the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, no, okay. Um, (laughs) So we know you worked with Ian, but do you have a favorite character on Beverly Hills, none of two I know? Um, Well, I mean, it's hard to say. I I would say Matthew because he's the only one I met. So it would be unfair to say someone I hadn't even worked with or never. What about as a fan? Like as a fan watching the show? Well, Who's your favorite? I mean, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. I think as a fan, yeah. Good answer. All right. So then that leads me to Team Dylan or Team Brandon. You would go. Uh, yeah. I get to, I guess let's, it's a very, it's a tough pick, but I'll, I'll go Dylan. Do you have a favorite 90s 90210 fashion item or just a 90s fashion item? my scrunchie I don't know if I necessarily spot on another 2 but I I think that because I wear mine every day and I'm like I can't believe I still use this every day when it came from the 90s that's a good one thank <laughs> god they're they're back out again you can buy more now yeah you can buy them in bulk I, I did I bought more but I mean I didn't know if it was really in fashion or it was just me 
I can't live without it. I put my hair in scrunchies as soon as I finish work every day. It's so great. Oh, like, like scrunchy socks are back in. Jen mm-hmm. loves when I wear those. Oh, scrunchy <laughs> socks. Mm-mm. Oh, she's being nice. Oh. <laughs> All right. And this one's kind of tough, but it's tough for everybody. Okay. Kiss, marry, or kick to the curb. Anybody on the 90210 cast? Wait, what? So who would you kiss? Uh-huh. Who would you marry? And who would you say bye-bye to? Um, well, I'd kiss Dylan and um, I'd probably marry him too. And <laughs> to the curb. Um, Oh gosh, I don't want to kick any of them to the curb, but you know, I would, I mean, could say Ian because that was what my car- character Darla did. She kicked him to the curb for sure. He asked her to, he asked her to the dancer go out and she said, I don't do bets. And because he was driving a Corvette and she didn't want, she, she, that wasn't her style. Yeah, she didn't like his car. <laughs> Which probably hurt him more than anything. Oh, yeah. That was like probably yeah. the most devastating thing you could say to Steve Sanders. <laughs> so I kicked him to the curb already. So I guess I'll just go with that. He's Perfect. already there. Why not? <laughs> well, well played. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody watching, be sure to remember to watch, uh, listening or watching, uh, watch Young and the Restless weekdays on CBS. And you can follow Sharon on Twitter and Instagram at Sharon L. Case. Did I get that right? The L? Sharon yeah, L. Sharon L. Case. Case. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us. It we had such so a great nice time having talking to you. you. Thank you so much. Have a good day at work. Thank you. I really want a picture next to Victor Newman's portrait. Yeah. (laughs) So bad. So bad. One day. Thank you for asking me to be here. Girl, girl, goals. Good. Have a great day. We love you. Thank you, Sharon. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb.
taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh my God, Lady. okay. Jen, do you see? Case in point, they don't age. I mean, hold on. They don't. I don't know. Soap opera stars just don't age. It is different than other actresses. I don't know what it is. Like even A-list celebrities, I'm like, oh, you know what? I could tell you've had some work done. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I mean, I think she's younger than me, but like, I'm just saying in general, they don't age. She's a really nice lady though. Yeah, she was cool. She's 50. She's 50? (laughs) 50. Jennifer Eve, okay, fuck that shit. Slide Dude, in I'm there. Furious right now. She looks younger than me. Oh, that's a good point. Soap actors are indoors all day, says Randall that's C. James. Not... Oh, Randy knows if Randy. You know that yeah. that's a really good point, actually. And she was just saying she literally works ten hours, like the whole daylight. She's indoors. She never gets because they're vampires. You guys, mm-hmm. they don't age. They take they don't that. Age. They take the. They drink blood. Mm-hmm. No, the, no, like uh, uh, our our movie, our movie. Um, well, I don't know what you're speaking Death of. Becomes her. The vial of Death the vial. becomes her is the best movie. <laughs> it's our favorite. It's our is it really life. It's one of my favorites. Oh, I love. Oh, it's movie. our favorite, and we are those women, and like on set, we're always like propping each other up and like mm, end, fixing each cans. other, and as we get older, yeah, and we're like, our, it's our dream to remake that movie uh, or do you it guys as- should totally remake that movie. Oh my gosh, that would be so. 
funny. Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep will probably be very happy that that we are doing it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Whatever. Everybody remakes movies. Can't we do a remake like on Lifetime or something? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the vial. Nah. Just one warning. Wait, now a warning. Now a warning? Now a warning? (laughs) Whatever. I would drink that vial now. Damn. So... You have a story, I hear. Okay, so one time in the late 90s, I was at this huge party. It was in Hollywood at this mega mansion on a Saturday night. I was there with a couple girlfriends, and Matthew Perry was there. Uh, How do I know Matthew Perry was there? Because I was talking to my girlfriends, and another celebrity, and a really big celebrity, I don't mean big, I mean like really tall, athletic celebrity, um, but big famous as well. I mean, this guy is like over six, five, like was coming over to me and he was like, Hey, uh, you know, my friends and I are going to hang out at my house. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, Oh no, no, thanks. You know, I'm with my friends. We're okay. And he's like, no, 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 you should really come. And he kind of started steering me out of the party. You know me, I get, especially back then really shy and I didn't have the voice to say no, but I didn't want to go. And he kind of took me from my girlfriends and we were walking out So as we're walking, I kind of look over my shoulder and eye contact right with Matthew Perry. And I mouth the word help to him. And he's like, what? And I go, help. And I see him look at this guy like, oh my God, this is a really tall man. How am I going to help her? And he did. He literally swooped in and he says to this other celebrity, he's like, hey, he's like, "Uh, sorry, man, Uh, you're, you're with my girlfriend. And the celebrity turns around and he's like, no way. Huge fan. Chandler, Chandler from Friends, this is your girlfriend? Oh my God, man, I'm so sorry. I'm such a huge fan. He's shaking his hand and he walks away and leaves me. Matthew Perry goes, oh my God, I can't believe that. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you so much for doing that. And he's like, cool, just going to go check my pants. Um, Always the jokester, like funny, like he is like Chandler in real life. Um, and I'll never forget that moment because he saved me. Wow. I, I'm sorry, people. I don't have a story that can top that about Matthew Perry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was impressed with your, you counting the times they said friends on the episode. Thing. <laughs> I was too. That was amazing. Yeah. That was like a drinking game in itself. <laughs> it really was. Foreshadowing right there. Matthew Perry, uh, well, his character, Roger's dad, was super intense and like hard on him. Did you guys have um, parents like that? Or did you, you know, have any friends that you could relate to on that level of that kind of intense, like stress that these young kids and athletes and students are under now? Yeah, I think everybody at least knows somebody Mm -hmm. that was like that. I mean, were they trying to portray like what the Beverly Hills kind of lifestyle was like, you know what it made me think about? It made me think about the college admission scandal a little bit. Have you guys watched the the oh. documentary that's on Netflix now? No. So, What's it called? Well, you remember the college admission scandal that yeah, happened yeah. What, the last year. Okay. So they made a documentary of it now with like the FBI tapings. It's all reenactment. You would, you probably actually like it. It's like, yeah, it's I all it's good. Yeah. It's really good. And it's all reenacted and okay. it's a little cheesy, but good and informative. Perfect. But point is that these parents all super, super wealthy, just like wanted the best for their kids and didn't even realize they're doing illegal things. And it just reminded me of that, like with this guy, 
because in the documentary they mentioned like if you don't at least make like minimum 10 million dollar donation to a school to university like stanford like there's no chance your kid would even get looked at mm-hmm. if you go through the back door basically and so what this guy was saying it's like this is on the side door so it kind of <laughs> made me think about that with roger's dad and how he was donating 10 million dollars to the library yeah. and all this stuff and it just happens like it happened 30 years ago and it's still happening to this day mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to happen after this though yeah the donations those days are, those days are gone <laughs> those days are gone i guess i better hope my kids turn out smart well i couldn't have done it either way <laughs> there's no back door there's just the door <laughs> I don't want to comment on the back door right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like, like that will just go in the wrong direction. Why? I can't always go in the dirty, dirty direction. I can't believe you went there. You went there. I, did I it believe for you. she went there. She always I did it does. for you. I did it for you. Oh my gosh. Let's talk you just fashion. Made my day. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk fashion. Okay. Fashion. I got to say, though, wait, can we go back to it for one second? I just think the script within a script it was it's such a great movie like it'd be such a great tv movie yeah that, this episode right totally yeah it was it was wasn't it like, was like um what are those brothers the menendez brothers mm-hmm. that same kind of vibe rich parents so one time i was at a party with the menendez brothers no i'm just kidding oh my oh gosh <laughs> i wouldn't put it past her people <laughs> All right. So any fashion faves from this mm. app? I did. Um, I actually liked one of the things that Kelly was wearing. She was wearing a pretty little red top with a little necktie. I thought that it was stood nice. out to me too. It's pretty. But a blouse. More, yes. It wasn't a blouse. I don't think that would classify no. as a blouse, but I did love the, um, I thought Dylan looked really hot in that striped shirt. I don't, I felt bad for thinking that because I hate man blouses you hate uh, that you got on the blouse train yeah starting last I like episode <laughs> i like that one or steve's purple one. <laughs> oh my gosh i liked donna's uh brown outfit at fred siegel all brown all brown it was so cute by the fred way that siegel wasn't really inside. fred siegel but the outside was right? that was yeah that was a set yeah yeah that didn't fred siegel would never have like hanging racks like that <laughs> like, wait, it looked like wait, it was wait, like wait, in a wait, Kmart wait. no we actually did film there no that can't be Fred Siegel we, wait I have to go back and look wait uh, now I can't remember I was doing my makeup when I watched that part sorry <laughs> wait I remember filming there because a number of time we we filmed in Fred Siegel the one on Melrose because after we had finished filming we would like shop like I remember filming there yeah I got. Too, but, but it wasn't I, this one okay I don't think so. It could be. I I could be wrong. I also noticed, sorry, we're going off on a tangent, but I also noticed in this episode for the first time, some very clear like ADR lines. Like when, do you guys know like when you're watching a show and they record the sound for the actors like on a boom or on a body mic, right? And sometimes there's a sound over a line or like they can't hear it well. So they have Mm -hmm. actors go in and relay down the lines and sort of lip sync it up to the to the visual mm-hmm. and so it's it's called adr and i noticed in this episode for the first time a couple of times when i could just crystal clear tell that those were adr lines because the, the dialogue i mean the the tone of the voice is just so much different so much more perfect 
Did you notice it in your own? Because I noticed it this episode too, but I noticed it in my own voice, like my I noticed character. noticed in your voice. Mm-hmm. Mine. Oh, it was in the hallway. Uh-huh. And mine. school. Uh-huh. And uh, one with Dylan. I love this stuff. ADR is no easy all. task, you guys. You have to no. literally match your lips. Like it goes mm-hmm. beep, 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 and then your line, and you have to literally look at a big screen, with, which it's never good. It's never good for an actor to see yourself that big on a <laughs> Giant. screen. Giant. And it hasn't, it's not the final cut. So it hasn't no. had the final like color or whatever. It'll and really you mess see with it you. and they always freeze on some like, you're like really ah, unattractive. Like, and you're like, oh man. And then they're like, and go nail the line. Like you have to do it exactly with your mouth moving. Yeah, but you, you have also to like do a good have performance. The emotion. Yeah. It's really hard to do. And it's so hard that I'm like, please, I don't want to do ADR. I don't want to do it. Now they do such a better job with miking actors and everything. There's a lot less of it. But we, yeah, we spent a lot of time in the ADR booths and like weekly back then. Mm -hmm. Because back then you were not miked at all. No, there was no body mics. It was just booms. And now they have like those really thin body mics that just like tape to your chests, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> they I don't know. I'm asking. Remember on BH90210, we were like, it's come so far. And, you know, we have this big production we're doing. And we had the thickest body mics. Remember that? And we were like, like giant. The yeah. Pack. And we were like, wait, where are the thin ones? Like, we felt like we're, we've come all this way. We're going to get like the highest end equipment. Yeah. No, we got the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs. Like, rocks. <laughs> Um, I, what about your patchwork blazer? <laughs> Kelly's patchwork blazer. Yeah, I didn't like that. No. <laughs> no. I was not a fan. But you know, I love you in a good blazer. No, <laughs> not now. Don't get any ideas. Let me go no. get one. Hold on. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, I love you. God, you look so good in color. I love when you have pops of color on. It really makes me happy. Any favorite lines? Favorite lines. Favorite lines. 90210, oh, no, you didn't lines. I did. I liked when um, Andrea said, come on, Brandon, we all have the urge to kill our parents once in a while. doesn't mean we're going to do it. (laughs) What? What? I've never had the urge to kill my parents. And that Andrea said it of all people. Of all people. She never had that urge, I don't think. Doesn't she live with her grandmother? Uh (laughs) Maybe maybe she already killed her parents. Oh. (laughs) What if that was true? And we just never know. New. Oh my gosh. Mm. That was my favorite um, one, I think. I had a couple, but they, uh, I, I forgot what it was. Sorry. It, they were dirty. Like they, like you just Wait. pull, pull the trigger. I don't know. Something. It was like finger the gun. Wait, what was it? Finger it the was gun. Something. Yeah. He fingered the gun. <laughs> he fingered the gun. Of course. That was the line I like. sick mind. Yeah. Of course. Oh, that's funny. I, I liked it too. When Dylan and Steve were talking to Brandon and he gave him those tickets to the Dodger game at the end. And uh, they were like, oh my gosh, where'd you get these? And Brandon says, from a friend. Oh, Another friend. It was Ding. a friend. <laughs> yeah, add that. That was number seven on the tally. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb right mm-hmm. now and say that we collectively helped manifest friends for Matthew Perry. Well, I would think. We said it seven times. <sighs> I've been, I I've think been so too. doing a lot of work on the manifestation lately. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was manifested. And so well, that, I think we deserve second time. A, we he deserve said that, some of the profits. Yeah. And I think, is, is his Malibu home still for sale? Maybe you should call him. Give it to us. Yeah. 
you should call him. But I'll I think slide into I'm his seeing DMs a pattern. I'm oh, gross. I'm I'm seeing a pattern though because last week's episode was very sort of uh, like for foreshadowing of the future. Mm-hmm. This episode was very sort of foreshadowing of the future of the friends mm-hmm. thing. I'm wondering what's going to happen next week, people. Just saying. We, yeah, we were like intuitives. Yeah, there's only a few episodes left in the season. 90210 Oracle. 90210 Oracle. Oracle. How about that? <laughs> Good stuff. First side job. Yes, next week's episode is spring training. So um, maybe something will be told in that episode that will come to fruition later in life. I like that idea. Let's look for it. Do you guys want to do any questions from listeners? Ooh, you have some? We have some. So this is from Sarah. She says, I have a question for Tori and Jenny. Besides the original cast, who was your favorite ex-boyfriend slash actor you had throughout the series? There were so many. How do you... Well, you know who she's going to pick. You do not. Is it the cowboy? No, that was your boyfriend. Not the show. <laughs> <laughs> who am I going to pick? Tell me, because I, 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 like, I like to know. You, you're going to pick... Matt Durning, Daniel Cosgrove. Oh, no? you're right. That's that's the one. Yeah, Matt Durning was was Kelly's. They were together for a while. He was like mm-hmm. a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know what what season that was, but I liked him. We he worked above Tori your guys' store. Loved oh him. We love that man. <sighs> Bow yeah. to him. He is one of the funniest, and you couldn't tell because Matt Durning was Daniel. funny. Daniel, Daniel Cosgrove. <laughs> is literally one of the funniest human beings ever. And his character was so kind of dry, not funny at all. But the minute we would stop it, we he would just do, we have to have him on the show. Oh my God. I love him so much. He was in the first season of you. Did you see you? you I haven't seen Yeah. What happened to it? Did it never come back? Yeah. The third season's about to come out. (gasps) Yes. But the second wasn't as good as the first, but the first Mm. Daniel was in it and he was the, The abusive, yes. Oh my god, he's oh. so good in it. But as it's it's hard to watch because he's so funny. He's literally like Jim Carrey in real life. Like he really? can do physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the man's a genius. But he's <laughs> so good in this role as this bad guy. He was the abusive boyfriend in you yeah. that lived with a kid. And yeah. Anyway, he's awesome. Okay. I personally loved you with Colin. I loved Kelly and Colin. Yeah. Um, that was cute too. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> It was just fun for viewers. That was a fun storyline. <laughs> she was a bad girl. He was a bad influence. I don't know about that. Yeah. No, I just, it was just fun to watch. Like, yeah. Well, what about you? What about Donna? What about old flames from Donna? I loved Donna and Ray. I mean, before he pushed her down the stairs, which was <laughs> Jamie Walters. Like, I just loved working with him. Like, we were really good friends in real life from the show and, and, we just laughed all day long. So I loved working with him. Yeah, he's a good guy. But you liked, you say the cowboy, you mean uh, Greg Vaughn, who was the firefighter <laughs> on the show, mm-hmm. right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I can still picture Greg Vaughn in our makeup trailer. And I can remember just looking at him and trying not to be obvious about it because I was probably married or pregnant or something. I don't even know. But just like looking over and lusting over him and thinking, I wish that was my storyline with him. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Pregnancy hormones. 
<laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> this is from Margo. Have you tuned in to watch Castmates uh, subsequent, uh, subsequent? Why can't I say this word? <laughs> subsequent projects like Tori. Did you watch Jenny on What I Like About You? Ian in Sharknado films, Shannon's reality show, or what about Luke's full frontal in Oz? I've watched Ian's Sharknado films, of course, because they were amazing. Uh, I did not see Shannon's reality show, and I I definitely tuned in to see Luke on Oz. I don't. This is a weird thing, though. You would think I would remember a full frontal. I don't remember experience. that. I don't I didn't even know there was a full frontal. Maybe it was just a butt. I don't think, I don't know. I can't remember what that was, but I, I remember him being on that show. Mm-hmm. But you always say, I never know anything that you've ever been in. Like you are is like, my best friend doesn't know and watch any of my work. This is what, true. Did you? <laughs> no, she's never watched anything I've ever done. Have you? No, I don't know. Why would you bring it up? She, I wouldn't have done that, that to I you. Know. No, no. I've seen, I've seen um, the show like, yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Slide into my DMs later and let me know if you've ever watched me on TV. No, no. I definitely did watch some of the reality shows when the kids were little. But not like <laughs> all the time. Sis, <laughs> sis, help me out here. Like, <laughs> OMG. It's so um, good. So turn. I, uh, you know what I really loved was your reality show. Oh, yes. It? The- Just a little bit country? A little bit country, yeah. Ugh. That was rough. I really, I really. Can you go back and watch these? Are they on Hulu or? I don't know. You don't know? Um, I mostly liked it because I got to see your kids. Yeah, see, that that was. I want to go back and watch these. Yeah, same. Um, but I did, I've watched, I did watch, I was a fan of what I like about you. And, um, I remember when you got that and that was like such a big, like, oh my gosh, it was, that's a huge moment, like for friends and fellow actors like to go from such a hit television show especially a drama and then she went into the comedy space another hit television show um was that on six seven years four I think four Mm -hmm. I think it was four supportive friend is exaggerated almost double seven thank you yeah I think it was okay but she's um it was amazing so I was super proud of her so I and I was just a fan of the show it was a great show but um, I did watch all of the Sharknado films. And, oh, and you were something. anyone. Oh, my God. My best friend knows that. I mm-hmm. for sure thought See? she wouldn't know that. Oh, I know fun things. fact. I know things. Um, and, yeah, I feel like I watched. I didn't see Shannon's reality show. I knew about it with Holly Marie Combs, but I never saw it when it aired. I didn't, I'm not sure what. Oh, I actually did watch her reality show. Do you remember Breaking Up with Shannon Doherty? Do you remember that one? Mm-mm. This is like way, way, way back, like when reality TV was kind of in the initial stages. And uh-huh. she did a show for Oxygen called Breaking Up with Shannon Doherty where people would actually hire her, not hire, but like she would come in and break up with their boyfriend for them. And the guys would be scared because she was, they were like, she was like kind of playing into the whole Shannon yes, reputation. I remember. Yeah. Yep. Huh. I want to go back and watch your, the both of yours reality shows. And I hear they're on Prime, by the way. So Amazon Prime. Watch Tori and Dean, not True Tori. Do you um, regret doing that show? I don't regret the first season. I regret the second season, which Why? you told me not to do. And you were right on. 
No, she was right. Because it was, it, it shouldn't have been a series. It wasn't a series. It was about me expressing myself at a moment in time where I felt like I wanted to have a voice and voice for women everywhere who were going through what I was going through at the time. And it should have been a self-contained, you know, one season. That was it. And it was great. It was really well done and groundbreaking. The second season was just silly. And you can only, only your best friend will tell you the truth. And, you know, sometimes in this business, you have a lot of yes people. And she told me, she was like, I don't think it's the right move to do a second season. And she was totally right. It was a train wreck. I I was right. You're always right, Shush. <laughs> what about your kids? Have sure. they watched any of your extra work? Our kids? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my girls have all watched what I like about you. Um, they, they were, uh, yeah, I don't know about the other stuff. I'm sure they've seen it. I know that when my oldest daughter misses me, she starts Googling me just to like, discover things and see pictures of me and see videos because oh my gosh she's all the way in new york so, so i know cute. sometimes she'll post a little picture that she's watching something and i know she must be missing me wait i'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> you google me <laughs> well that i think that's it that's all our questions that's that's all we got for you guys this week but we definitely want you to uh do your homework and watch episode 20 spring training so we only have a few more episodes in season one is that what you said sis i think when i looked last night there was three left <gasps> so we I'm... have to start planning our rap party <gasps> my first rap party we have to start planning <laughs> wait this is a total side note jen uh a fan the other day told me that uh after the show wrapped there was an auction and they auctioned off all the furniture from the oh, sets and really? she has the cow chair like no I, you're I wish say that. No, I wish no. the floral couch from our beach apartment wow that was a good one I know mm. but I know I'm just mentioning that because we were talking rap party and we talked about you can actually um our beach apartment is actually on Airbnb and people can rent and stay at the beach apartment and I was thinking oh that'd be fun for our rap party maybe she'll loan us the couch maybe <laughs> we can just sit on it yeah Oh, I love so many that. memories on that couch. Oh my god, I remember Luca was kicking in your belly. It's pretty affordable too. I've looked into it. it. <laughs> I don't know. It might be too much for people to because there are a lot of like fans of the show walk that area of the beach and go to see that mm -hmm. apartment from like the boardwalk. So it I might mean, be too it's... much for people to look up and see us on the balcony of that <laughs> beach apartment. It might just but blow some minds. frozen in time. Like it still has That's the blue. That's what we have to do. It's still, it's literally frozen. It looks exactly like it did, whatever, 15 we, years ago. We have to ago, do that and do like years a, hidden ago. a hidden camera show and literally <laughs> stand up there like dressed like our characters and see if people just look like a double take and see what happens. <laughs> oh my God. So good. So yeah, three episodes left. Confirmed. Three episodes left for season oh one. Gosh. Very exciting people. Hi, you guys. Yeah. Done almost well, the whole season of 9021 OMG. Wow. Okay, it's fun. It. It's hard to stop to just one. It's like a it's like a potato chip. You can't just eat one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, that's it for our show this week, everybody. Thank you so much. And uh we hope you have a great week. Hey, so um, if you want to buy some merch, tell them how to do that tour. 
Uh, you can go to our <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to buy our merch, you can go to our Instagram. It's 9021OMGpodcast oh, and click the link in our bio, please. Uh, where And send us pictures. We love pictures yes. um, in our merch. Thanks, guys. Everybody have a great week. See ya. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise, relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.